Hello and welcome to the Heart of Markness Classic Rock Podcast. I am Mark. You may have gathered that. Today we have a, another Classic Rock bonus episode from the archives of the Mike Millard collection released by Gems. This is a first generation tape of Joni Mitchell at the Greek Theater. On September 14th, 1979. What a band she had. Holy shit, this band. This is out of, this is above my pay grade, ladies and gentlemen. I do not know much about Joni Mitchell. I know a couple, I think I know maybe three or four songs. Tops, maybe five. Um, I don't, I've never owned any of her albums I know she's very highly regarded, tremendous musician, tremendous songwriter, tremendous lyricist, tremendous singer, complex music, and her band is going to illustrate this, because listen to who the band is at this show, which is again September 14th, 1979 at the Greek Theater. You've got Joni Mitchell, Jaco Pastorius on bass, wow. Pat Matheny on guitar, Lyle Mays on keyboards, Michael Brecker on saxophone, Don Alias on congas and drums, and the backing vocals are provided by The Persuasions. This is top-tier musicianship. I mean, Pat Matheny, Jaco Pastorius, Michael Brecker, those are, name, those are, those are pinnacles of, of jazz guitar. And, well, jazz performance, rather. <laughs> Michael Brecker plays saxophone. But Jaco Pastorius, arguably the greatest bass player ever. Ridiculously good. Ridiculously good. I am, I am, I am woefully unqualified to do, do anything with this performance and recording other than just play it. My, I can't enter any, you know, I can't add any uh, pertinent context. I have no firsthand experience with this. This is uh, this is outside of my uh, not my bailiwick, as they say. I'm intimidated by it. It's it's complex, good, fantastic music that I'm not all that familiar with. So we're gonna do in these situations when I'm presenting an artist that uh, about whom I'm not too familiar. I stick with what I know. So this is gonna, I'm gonna stick with the songs I know which are just the, I mean, the basic songs that everybody knows. So I'm probably going to not feature stuff that's fucking insane and really great to listen to. So apologies for that, friends. But here is where it gets better. You can download this entire show from heartofmarkness.com for free. So you don't have to just stick with the songs I played. You can hear the whole gosh darn thing yourself for free. And here is the set list to help you decide. First of all, opens with Big Yellow Taxi. Then, just like this train, in France, they kiss on Main Street. Coyote, no regrets, Coyote. Edith and the Kingpin. Free Man in Paris. Goodbye Pork Pie Hat. Jocko's Solo. The Dry Cleaner from Des Moines. Amelia. Pat Solo. Hegira. Don's Solo, Dreamland, Black Crow, 
Furry Sings the Blues, God Must Be a Boogeyman, Raised on Robbery, Shadows and Light, The Last Time I Saw Richard, Wrapping It Up With, Woodstock, which is, yes, the the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young song is a Joni Mitchell song, which, I mean, almost everybody knows, but in case you didn't, maybe your mind is blown. This is a Mike Millard first-generation recording, meaning they were unable to find the master recording for this, but because he made such great recordings and because he dubbed such quality first-gens when he would trade, this is still sounds insanely good. Ridiculously good. So you're going to enjoy it. I hope, I hope, I hope. And it's interesting, as the as the, the 70s were wrapping up, um, going into the 80s, it's interesting to see how the music is starting to change. Well, since I know very little about Joni Mitchell, other than she is fantastically well-regarded by everybody, I'm going to jump ahead, and I'm embarrassed about this because I think I'm missing out on a lot listening to this show, so I think I may uh, take a dip into Joni Mitchell at some point. I know that uh, she was the uh, love in her eyes and flowers in her hair girl referenced in Going to California by Zeppelin, and they had a chance. They all loved and admired her, Jimmy and Robert, and had a chance to meet her at a big-time Hollywood party, but apparently... Uh, anecdotally, they were uh, a little too intimidated, which I can understand because this is this is top shelf stuff. This is really, 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 really high level songwriting and, and performance. All right, friendos, enough blowing smoke. Let's jump into it, because as I said, I don't know a lot about it, so I can't really blather too long. Thank God, they said. All right, friends, we're going to open with uh, Big Yellow Taxi. Pay paradise, put up a parking lot. That song. So you know that one. All right, friendos, here you go.
very, very pretty. You could tell the band is amazing <clears throat> just by that kind of shuffle that the drummer was doing. I mean, and, and everything was really, I mean, the band was not challenged by that song. Um, not saying it was a simple song and not, not being disparaging at all. But you can just tell by listening to it that that's a top shelf band. You can hear that. Um, it's not uncommon for singer-songwriters to use really a top shelf jazz musicians for their performing bands or or albums. Uh, Paul Simon would do that. He would have um, Steve Gadd or somebody as his drummer live. And you can hear that because you just hear uh, <clears throat> technical virtuosity, even if even if there's no you know nobody is being challenged by the music you can you can sense the absolute mastery at least i can or i'm just projecting okay that was very lovely and um i guess the album i'm going to dip into when i expand my knowledge of joni mitchell cuz it is sadly wanting is blue you know, her iconic 1971 album, because I know that that's highly regarded. It's considered one of the best albums ever, period. Um, it's always on, you know, somebody's 500 greatest albums of all time list. I think it was like the 30th best album in a Rolling Stone poll, a recent one. Or I remember seeing it at some I'm lying. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. Why am I trying to make this weave this into conversation? I believe one time. That was silly. Yes, according to Rolling Stone's 19, uh, 2003 list of the 500 greatest albums of all times, it was rated 30th best. <clears throat> and uh, she, I, I do know that as she progressed musically through the 70s, she kind of moved a little jazzier. I mean, it's just what happens as you develop as a songwriter and as an artist, as a musician, which is what she does. She's a genius, no doubt. I mean, gene, yes. <clears throat> and that super, she had a super, super high voice. Wikipedia calls it mezzo-soprano to a more wide-ranging contralto in the 70s. That's a thing of, I mean, it's the 70s. She's smoking. She's drinking. She's doing drugs with everybody else. I don't know how bad or how much, but that was the culture. I mean, her her peer group, I mean, think, I my introduction to Joni Mitchell consciously not the songs that I like that song I'd heard on the radio growing up but as as like oh that's Joni Mitchell was her appearance in The Last Waltz the band movie where she came out and did Coyote with the band and then sang off stage back up to Neil Young's Helpless where he was helpless he was completely so fucked up apparently I think I read in Bill Graham's autobiography uh, off stage they had a room where the walls and door were covered with plastic noses uh, cut out from Groucho Marx glasses. You know, novelty Groucho Marx glass and nose mustache kind of thing. They just bought a trillion of those and just cut the noses out and put them up all over the walls <clears throat> and had a room just full of cocaine for everybody to come in and out. Neil Young was completely wasted. And they just, you know, he just shoveled himself full of cocaine to get animated enough to come out and actually perform. You could tell he's wasted in the mo in the movie. And I guess they actually had to spend a lot of money airbrushing out 
you know, cocaine boogers that were visible in his nostrils. Um, what's that have to do with Joni Mitchell? Oh, she sang back up on that song. That's all. Now I'm just starting to drift. All right, friendos. What are we going to listen to now? We're going to listen to a song I don't even know. I just grabbed it. It's called Hegira, and I know she had an album titled Hegira with these fellows on it. I don't know if she's touring for this album. Is she? Let's look that up, shall we? Uh, oh, Hegira came out in 77. Oh, yeah, Joni Mitchell smoked a lot. <clears throat> uh, oh, Hegira had Coyote on it. Okay. And that was the one with, uh, she had Jaco Pastorius. Uh, very experimental. So good. Holy shit. What album was she touring on in this then? In 79, was she touring on... Uh... Oh, that's a lot here. Holy shit. Let's see. Uh, just trying to find her discography, folks. Give me a second. Mingus. So I guess she was. this was the Mingus tour. That came out in 79. This is a 79 thing. Goodbye Pork by Hat. Yeah. Happy birthday. My God must be a boogeyman. Yes, this is Mingus. Okay, the supporting the album Mingus. Good, good, good. All right, now I'm kind of oriented a little. Sorry you had to listen to all that. Probably not that interesting to hear. Wow. Wasted a lot of time between tracks, too. All right, friendos, I am very sorry. We're going to jump into Hedjira, and it is pretty badass, so I hope you enjoy it. Oh, you do. 
That was incredible. That was very, that was incredible. Holy shit. All right. <clears throat> I'm a Joni Mitchell fan. <laughs> wow. Very, very nice. I've mentioned this before, but back in the 80s, I attended the Berklee College of Music for a couple of terror-filled years um, with you know for guitar and music production and engineering. And this is the kind of stuff <laughs> that everybody, it seemed like, except me, walked into Berkeley knowing and playing. And I walked in and I'm like, I like rock and roll and Led Zeppelin is the shit. And boy, did I feel way out of my depth. Anyhow, that was insane. Um, that was insane. I like that. All right. Well, I've been reading about Joni Mitchell as these songs are playing. As you're listening to them, I'm listening to them, and I'm on Wikipedia kind of getting a feel for her career, so I'm not completely blind. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot of albums I remember because, I mean, I didn't own, but I remember Court and Spark and, uh, of course, Blue and... and so good. Jesus Christ. And then in the 90s, she had a bit of a resurgence. As an elder statesperson, you know, now she's very, you know, she's 77. She's old like everybody else. Um, David Crosby kind of brought her to fame. Found her in Florida, brought her back to California and was like, listen to this fucking genius. And then she outpaced him musically and, and talent-wise. And just, I think he said something like, blew past me and headed for the horizon musically. So good. Well, I've got one more song to play for y'all. But first I have to do my social media spiel. You can find me on Facebook. I have a Heart of Markness Facebook group. You're welcome to join. I'm on Twitter as Heart of Markness. YouTube as Heart of Markness. Currently on YouTube, I just have the, the uh, Led Zeppelin shows, the numbered episodes up. Um, I will be once those are caught up. And, uh, well, those are caught up pretty much. I should open a second playlist for the classic rock and bonus episodes as well. So that will be something that will be there soon on YouTube. Um, I also mentioned heartofmarkness.com, which is the website where I put these and where you can find the links to the shows themselves where you can download most of them for free. I'm going to endeavor to get that put up today so that if you're listening to it, you can jump to Heart of Markness and grab it because this is really, really great. And if you like Joni Mitchell, this is a, a <clears throat> this is wonderful to have such a high quality audience recording that is essentially a live album. Um, I have raised the sound level uh, 3 dB on each track simply to have it a little more commensurate with my vocal levels. So it's not like, and then welcome to the Heart of Markness. Now here's Joni Mitchell. You know, not just, so everything's just a little more balanced. But other than that, I haven't dinked with it equal EQ-wise or compression-wise or anything. I just made it a little louder. And also, if you like what I do and you like how I do it and you want to support it, Check out patreon.com slash heartofmarkness or just click the Patreon banner on heartofmarkness.com. See if there's something there to interest you. And since we're talking about Patreon, I am going to 
right now. Name the people, the titans, upon whose shoulders rests the Heart of Darkness podcast. So a very, a laurel and very hearty handshake go out to the following. Big thanks to Knegarn, Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Australia, Wayne, Brad, Danielle. Happy birthday, Danielle. I think I missed it by a day or so, but happy birthday. Tracy, David, Mark, other David, Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo. Extra special shout out to patron emeritus Jeremy, who provided the logo that isn't my head, but the radio logo that you see on most of the podcasts and provided the microphone through which I am speaking to you. So the sound isn't as shitty as it was on my early, early episodes. Bless your heart, Jeremy. I love you. All righty. Let's move on to the very last song I'm going to play for y'all, which is Woodstock, which is their show closer to for this show. Yes, it's the same song done by Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and it is very, very different, but you're going to love it. Enjoy. And again, this is Joni Mitchell at the Greek Theater, September 14th, 1979. Was all that right? Yes, it was. Excellent. Here we go. Thank you. 
As I was listening to that, I was reading uh, the Wikipedia post about her album Mingus, with you know for which she's touring on this recording, and <clears throat> I didn't realize that she actually composed the album in partnership with Charles Mingus. Holy shit! Had I known that, I would have played songs off that album exclusively. Wow, I'm going to go listen to that album, too, because I love Charles Mingus. Who doesn't? Jesus Christ. All right. Well, I learned something today. Maybe you did, too. That was amazing. Joni Mitchell. I'm going to dive into that. Holy shit. So good. Thank you for listening, my friends, to this dilettante, woefully inadequate uh, presentation of Joni Mitchell's performance at the Greek Theater in 1979, recorded by Saint Mike Millard, distributed by Gems, God bless him, 
and I will be back Thursday with the Led Zeppelin podcast. I don't know what it's going to be yet. We'll find out together. Thank you for listening, and be good to yourselves and each other.